Hey everybody, this is your girl Brie Chevelle. Welcome to the Female of Influence podcast, where here I believe you should walk in purpose on purpose because your purpose holds your power. Let's hop into this episode. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Female of Influence podcast. So before we get into our topic of the day, I want to let you guys know that every episode I'm going to be shouting out an influential female. This will happen every episode, so be sure to tune in every Wednesday because it could be you. You could be the next influential female of the week featured on this podcast. Woo! Yes, so the influential female of this week is, drumroll please, my mom, Minister Tiffany Berry. Um, why? Simply because she's my mom. Okay. Um, she took care of me. Uh, my mom always had this discernment, um, in reference to who I was hanging with and where I was going. Um, I would used to get so upset that she wouldn't let me go to the parties, that she wouldn't let me hang with certain people that I consider friends and something bad always ended up happening. So I thank God for my mom's discernment. Um, I don't know if y'all had a mom like my mom, but um, but the biggest thing that um, that just really influenced me with my mom was the fact that my mom kept me in church. I am a good old wholesome Christian girl. Um, I grew up in the country. Um, y'all know how those Baptist churches are in the country. We would be in church all day on Sunday. Um, but I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that my mom instilled in me how important it was for me to know God for me to know how important it was to have a relationship with God and making sure that I was incorporating him in my life. Um, my mom really influenced me in that area. Um, and that is really, really how I got started in my walk with Christ. Um, that's how I got started in this spiritual walk. Um, and so I'm grateful for that. I am grateful for that. So, Mom, I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for influencing me. Thank you for being this week's influential female. Alrighty, guys. So to get into this episode. So the verse that I am coming from for this episode is Psalm 68 and 5. A father of the fatherless and a judge and protector of the widows is God in his holy habitation. And so with that we are going to hop into the God foundational support. So I am so excited about getting into this foundational support. As I promised last week, we are going to be discussing all four of the foundational supports for the next couple of weeks. Um, and so this week we are going to talk about the God foundational support. And the four foundational supports that Female of Influence was founded on were the God foundational support, the purpose support, the faith support, and the influence support. We are going to hit on all of those, but today we're going to talk about the God support. So today, guys, within the God foundational support, um, I wanted to talk from the subtopic of seeing God as father. And with this particular foundational support, it was probably one of the most difficult supports for me to discuss simply because it took me so long to really and truly trust God as my father. Um, a lot of it had to do with trust issues, some with my own personal relationship with my own father. 
um, and a lack of knowledge of God's word and who God says he is. And honestly, I don't think I really believed he was father or acknowledged or I acknowledged him in that way until last year. So just to give you guys a little story, um, last year I joined the praise team at my church and I had rehearsal. I showed up fairly early, but I ended up meeting a young woman and having a conversation with her. She was one of the teachers there of one of the courses that they teach at my church. And I can't remember exactly what the class was that she taught, but I know that it has something to do with learning how to see God as father. And it didn't dawn on me until our conversation that that was something that I had never really learned to do or had a desire to learn to do. And I think a lot of it came from my relationship with my own father. So for those of you who know me and for those of you who don't, my father does battle drug addiction. Um, and I remember I used to be ashamed to say that, but everybody has their own battles. You know, that doesn't make him any less of a person because he battles with drug addiction. Um, was I angry? Yes. Was I upset? Yes. I went through that stage well until, well into my adulthood, um, stage to where I was just really angry with the fact that he just wasn't there, you know? wasn't there and I wanted him and needed him to be there so badly um and so uh I in that moment realized that that was something that I needed to deal with so after that conversation I began to just kind of research and read up on different verses in the bible and reference or that reference of God being father and what that meant and, and when you think of a father, you know, you think of a protector, a provider, you know, a healer in a sense, you know, kisses all your boo-boos, um, someone you can share your secrets with, someone that you want to be around, someone that you love so dearly. Um, and I loved my dad, but I almost felt, I felt like in a sense I didn't know him to want to be around him or to have a desire to want to be around him. And then a lot of times he was nowhere to be found. So it just made it difficult in even really desiring to have that relationship with him. And I realized that that's how I, how I did God. I realized that I do God the same way, you know, and I'm not going to blame it all on my dad because he has absolutely, you know, when you get older and you know God and you find out who God is, nobody can, dictate or determine your relationship with God. But I realized that my relationship with my own father played a huge role in why it was so difficult for me to see God as father. And I knew that I had to change that. Um, and don't get me wrong, my dad is a very funny person. Um, he's very, very, very humble. He's He's just a man with with that issue. He's just a man with a problem. He's a human with a problem. And I know for sure that had drugs not played a role in him not being there, I know for sure I would have been a daddy's girl. I know for sure I would have been a daddy's girl. Um, but not to get on topic, but what I realized from that conversation that day, I realized two things. I realized that regardless of what our parents do, Regardless of what my father did, 
I was called here to honor, respect, and revere him. And it is the same with God. Because when it comes to purpose, I think that sometimes it can be so difficult for us to give up our own plans for God's plans for our life because we don't understand them. Because we don't, we don't understand where God is going with it. You know, we don't see an end game. We don't see the future to whatever the plan is for God or that God has for us. Um, and so I think sometimes that can make it kind of hard to respect and obey God's plan for our lives. Because we don't understand it. Because we don't see it. And I realized that that was exactly what I was doing to God. The same thing that I was doing to my dad, I was doing to God. The same exact thing. And, and I think it just came from a matter of me not really, when I was younger, I didn't really understand addiction and how it worked. And I didn't even, I don't even think I really realized how bad my dad's addiction was until I went to college. Um... I don't think I, I ever realized it, you know, how bad it was. And I think sometimes that's how we do God, you know, for the thing for when we don't understand something that God does in our life, when we don't understand why, you know, we were dealt the cards that we were dealt with in our lives, it's very difficult for us to respect and revere God. You know, when we just don't get it, it's just, it's so easy for us to just disobey him. You know, and to not walk in purpose and to not do what he's called us to do because we don't understand it. And I think that that is where the, rev uh, the reverence and the respect comes in. Because when I think of respect and reference to God, I think of obedience to him. It's obedience to what he has called me to do. You know, and I, and I think that when you have a father in your life who is who may be absent, for whatever reason, um, who you feel like you can't depend on sometimes. And then when God changes your plans or when you're praying for something and you don't get it, you, you kind of put God in that same boat. Oh, I can't depend on him. So it's no point in me doing what he's asked me to do. It's no point in me becoming who God needs me to become so that um, I can walk in purpose. You know, it just becomes so much easier. And I think that in order for us to truly respect and honor our parents, our father, and to honor God, we have to walk in our purpose and do what God has asked us to do. That is how you honor father and father. That's how you honor your physical father, and that's how you honor your father God. By doing what God has called you to do, by doing what God created you to do. That is how you honor them. You do not have to agree with your parents. You don't have to agree with your physical father. That ain't what God said. He didn't say in his word that you needed to agree with what they did. But he did say that you needed to honor and respect your parents. You need to honor and respect their positions. You know, I respect my father because he is my father. And without him, there would be no me. And without me, there would be no Nia, no Eli, my kids. You know, I truly believe that my father was a vessel used to bring about God's will for my life. And many people won't agree with that. 
But I think my life would have been totally different had my dad not been on drugs, had my dad been there. I don't know if I would be as bold. I don't know if I would be as strong. I don't know if I would be the woman that I am today. I don't know if I would have a yearning, burning desire to want to be in relationship with God, to want to be around God, to want to be in the word of God, to want to learn as much as I possibly can about God had my father been there. So my father was a vessel used to bring about God's will for my life. His life had to go that way in order for me to be who I am today. Now, it was a decision he made. But like I said, I would not be who I am today. I would not be the strong woman of God that I am today had my life been any different than it was. When I started viewing my dad and our relationship in that way, it became so much easier to see God as my father, my provider, my healer, my redeemer. Honoring God in the way I, that I treated my own father who battles drug addiction keeps me in position to receive God's best. I'm going to say that again. Honoring God by being obedient to him. By doing what the word of God says, by walking in your purpose, by walking in your calling, keeps you in position to receive God's best. That's how you receive his best. Obedience, respect, reverence, that's how you receive God's best. Okay, the second thing that I learned was that my pain, my anger, my hurt, my problems can all be used to catapult me into my purpose so whether we would like to admit it or not, our problems and things that we go through in life play a huge role in our desire to know God as Father. A huge role. Many of us don't even seek God or speak to God or pray or open up the Bible until we are in the midst of a problem. Ain't that sad? Some of us don't know God until we are in a situation. Hmm. Hmm, that used to be me. That used to be me, y'all. I'm not trying to step on no toes. A lot of what I'm going to be saying, y'all, is stuff that I've already been through or stuff that I'm still dealing with, okay? Okay. But seriously, for many of us, our problems dictate when and how much time we put into our relationship with God. Our problems dictate how we see God. And that's why we have to make sure we are in constant relationship with God because we have to stop seeing and treating God as a temporary giver, as somebody who gives whenever we ask for it, you know, as someone who only gets us out of a bind. No, that's not the God I serve. That's not the God I serve. You, you don't treat your dad as a temporary dad. You know, you love on your dad. You spend time with your dad. You call your dad. You talk to your dad. You cry to your dad. You do it all in the good and in the bad. When something great happens in your life, you who's two of the first people that you call? Your mom and your dad, if you have that luxury, of course. Those are the two people that you're going to call first. You know, it's the same thing with God. When something good happens in your life, God wants you to come to him first. And reverence him and thank him and tell him all about it. God is not a temporary God. 
He's not a booty call. He's not a quick fix. That's not the kind of God we serve. And I think that that's what happens, you know, especially when you, anyone who has ever grown up without a father or who, who may have a father who's in the same situation that my father is in, it's so much easier to try to fill that empty void in your life with something other than God. You know, we go get into these relationships with these no good men or um, or women. If, if I have some men on my um, podcast listening, you know, we go and we buy a bunch of stuff and rack up credit card debt. You know, we do a bunch of other things to try to fill that void temporarily because we for whatever reason, we think that God is a temporary quick fix. No, if you replace those voids in your life with God. If you learn how to start seeing God as father and placing him in that void, your life is going to change entirely. Okay, your life is going to change. Use your problems to catapult you into greater relationship with God, your father. So, yeah, God wants you to come to him with the good things, but he wants you to come to him with the problems, too, with the issues before you try to handle them yourself. Okay, God wants to he wants to fix your problems or he wants to show you how you can fix your problems. So you have to learn how to use your problems to catapult you into greater relationship with God. Why? Because that's your father and knowing him as your father is what's going to direct you to your purpose. That's the only way that you're going to get to purpose, man. Like, I just want y'all to get this like. Knowing God as Father, allowing Him to lead you, guide you, provide for you, heal you, deliver you, all of that, all of that. Knowing Him as Father is what gets you to your purpose. Knowing that you can call on God in your highest and lowest moments and you can allow God to be your Father in those moments is what will take you from pain to purpose. I'm trying to tell y'all, that's what's going to work. So those were the two things that I learned from that conversation and it changed the trajectory of my life. It changed the trajectory of how I view my father and how I view our relationship when we do speak and how important it is for me to respect his position. Um, It showed me that learning to see God as father really does open up doors for God to truly move in my life. Okay, it opens up doors for God to truly provide for me and deliver me. And not only me, but it opens up doors for my kids, for my husband, for my family, for my tribe, for my friends. It allows God, it allows God to give me his best of everything. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want anything less than God's best. Ooh, I don't want anything less than God's best. Because I know that everything he's got stored up for me is great. Is awesome. I don't want anything less than that. I'm not settling anymore for that. I'm not limiting God. I'm not treating God as a temporary quick fix. God is my father. When I need something, I go to God first. When I'm celebrating something, I thank God first. When something bad happens, when I need to make a decision, I go to God first. Because that's my father. God is showing me how to turn my pain into purpose. You know, seeing him as father gives me strength. It teaches me how to find true forgiveness. Not just for my parents 
and the mistakes that they may have made. But for anybody, people be cutting me off on the highway and I just be driving in forgiveness. Why? Because I know God is Father. I know he got me. I know he protects me. I know that if I continue to see him as father, that I'm going to be placed in deeper relationship with him. So I encourage you guys to just sit down. You can go on Google. That's what I did. Type in seeing God as father in the Bible. It'll pull up a bunch of verses for you. Read up on it. Figure out what God says about himself and how that helps you. Figure out what God says about you. How you're an heir of Jesus Christ. How everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. I don't know about y'all, but I've been a daddy's girl. You know, for so long, I didn't know it. You know, I yearned. I was so busy yearning for that from my own father. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those are, in my opinion, healthy emotions for the situation that I was in. But I was so busy yearning for that for so long from my own father that I never realized that I was a daddy's girl all along. All along, God had been protecting me. All along, God had been carrying me. All along, God had been setting me up for purpose. All along, God had was using my pain, was using this situation, was using this void in my life to, to, to help me to walk in purpose. All along, I was a daddy's girl. He's never steered me wrong. He always guided me. He always loves me. And when I do wrong, his love always finds me. I've always been a daddy's girl. Always. And I will forever be a daddy's girl. So I hope that blessed you guys. I hope that you all will walk in the knowledge of knowing that God is your father. That God has got you. That all you have to do is continue to allow him to use you. That all you have to do is allow him to fill the voids in your life. Stop allowing other people to fill those voids. It's time to forgive. It's time to move on. It's time to walk in purpose. It's time to allow God to be father in your life. It's time. Allow him to be father in your life. Welcome back, y'all. So I hope that you all enjoyed that episode and I hope that it blessed you tremendously. I really want you all to realize and understand the importance of seeing God as father in every facet and area of your life. When you get this God foundational support down, you will begin to see God show up in your life like never before. So remember to let your pain, let your problems catapult you into purpose. And remember to always revere, respect, and obey God. That is, that is what is entailed in seeing God as Father. So I encourage you to just ask God to work on your heart. In this season of your life, in whatever season of life you are in, let God work on your heart in this area so that you will too learn how to see God as Father so that you can grasp everything that he has in store for you. Ask him to help you to learn how to see him as father, pro provider, healer, deliverer, deliver, whatever it is that you need. Let's just stop praying for these things and let's start learning how to see God as these things. Okay? Let's start placing God in these positions. You need money. Let's start seeing 
to be healed from a sickness. Let's start seeing God as a healer. Your mother, father left you. Let's start seeing God as your parent. Let's start seeing God as as uh, your kids acting out. Let's start seeing God as some good children. <laughs> okay? Seriously. I hope that this blessed you guys. I thank you for tuning in. If you love this podcast, please share. Comment. Let me know what you think about it, guys. Rate this podcast. I hope that this blessed you. And we will see you guys back next week on the third episode of the Female Influence Podcast. Please remember to be and stay influential. And I love you guys. Be blessed.